Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the Feb 13th edition. Three things for today. The first one on highlight reels and how, you know, everyone has it easy, or do they? The second one on the curse of busyness that seems to afflict, afflict us all. It's part of my sandbox series where I apply my learnings from the simpler universe of, you know, a gym or fitness and nutrition into the larger, more complex universe of life. And finally, Friday thought and a couple of quotes. Just a, honestly, a trivial thought after seeing my dog do the same thing all the time. Anywho, let's get to it. Starting off with the article called on highlight reels. In a world of highlight reels and happy photos, you get misled into thinking that the world is rosy all the time. Or rather, it sucks for you, but for everyone else, it seems to be honeymoon time all around. That's untrue because just flip this over for a second you are one of those people with your highlight reels that others are looking at and thinking oh they have it perfect and since you know that shit ain't perfect at your front guess what it's the same thing everywhere obviously all of this is exacerbated by social media which is a tool, a great tool, and a window into the parts of the lives of people that we don't normally see. But it has become a window into one part and not the whole. It's kind of like watching highlights, say, of test cricket. There's 90 overs and almost nothing happens for a majority of it. But watching the 30-minute highlights is pretty mm, awful, actually. It's not a real picture at all because they show you only the bits that have action. But it is the mundane that makes everything amazing in life and in test cricket. In our day-to-day interactions, the internal conversations that go on in our heads seem to carry a similar story. The person next to you is lifting more than you are. Eh, They have it easy. They're so darn dedicated. Uh, They have great genes or whatever it is you think that they have that you do not. Or, you know, the fitness guy in your gang making you to the gym with crazy regularity, but... You're not able to. Oh, it's because, you know, their job is all so stress-free or they have a great cook and so they can uh, eat that way or, you know, they have zero fires in their house. Well, obviously, I used to think this way too. And as someone who went from not knowing what a gym was to spending a lot of time in there and thinking about it and working on my health and fitness, I know for myself that The above is not true. 
and we all know this when we anchor ourselves in our story or something that somebody else seems to find fascinating and oh how did you do that but you know that there was nothing magical about it there was a lot of mundane stuff going on on how you got here from over there it's pretty much the same all around i've had the opportunity to speak with a lot of our students who make this transformation in their lives and one thing always comes up no one has it easy the ones that make it look that way have their priorities their logistics and their brains sorted out because everyone has good days and everyone has bad days everyone has ups everyone has downs we just don't advertise it the downs i mean we seem to all advertise the ups some people truly have it hard taking care of a dependent person at home battling a mental or a physical illness that they don't advertise about a personal crisis that you don't see or a business in the red that they are fighting to save but just cuz they show up at the gym or post photos of them eating healthy food we assume that they have it sorted that they have it easy or when they give in and prioritize the crisis as we all should sometimes we assume you know eh, they're slackers or whatever why it's not true right no one has it easy you can read the tiger wood story or when rooney's um, later's admission about his drinking to deal with the pressures of playing football at the highest level again we see only the highlight reels right we see them only when they are on tour or playing a game but nothing else of all that goes on the best part is everyone has it as great and as sucky as you do the worst part is everyone has it as great and as sucky as you this means if you aren't getting towards your goals comes down to your actions well that's that piece the second one on busyness this is part of my sandbox series so let's start with working out let's preface this with article with there's nothing wrong with working out just like there's nothing wrong with busyness except it should not be the only thing it should not be taking over your life right so you head into the gym you lift some weights throw them into your circuit and get a good sweat on finish with some hiit or metcon or whatever you think is the coolest thing for today or rather the person selling it to you thinks is the coolest thing you burned a lot of calories and you feel pretty good and drained ah oh, that's a good workout you say the next time you head into the gym similar strategy do a different bunch of things and get a great sweat on and you burn even more calories and you do this for a few months but that's the issue a workout is simply that working 
yourself out. It's great to work out occasionally, but for the longer term, you want to have a plan, you want to follow a training plan. You think taking, you know, singing or piano or whatever lessons that focus on fundamentals, building up the skills and progressively challenging you will result in a higher skill level in a year? Of course you do. Or do you think that going in and playing a random song today, a different one next week and fucking it all up, but ah, I'll do this on the fly by going at it this way when you don't even know the basics will result in more skill. Same idea. Workouts are random for the most part and they focus on how worked out you feel. They're not part of a larger fabric most times. Now, where the heck does busyness come in? Well, most of your days, task after task after task, you're working 8, 10, 12, 15 hour days answering emails while you're on phone calls, juggling meetings and more meetings. And since you're working from home, chores, kids, family stuff, busy, busy, busy. Your entire day is pretty hectic from start to finish. But if you look back at it at the end of a week, oh, you're hard pressed to write down what you actually did during that day. Enter the Eisenhower matrix. It's a powerful tool for prioritization and planning. You essentially break down your tasks into one of four quadrants. Quadrant one, urgent and important. Quadrant two, not urgent and important. Quadrant three, urgent but not important. Important for not urgent and not important. So, what happens is we get bogged down with quadrant one and quadrant three urgent and important, urgent and not important. Because the important stuff is not urgent, we keep postponing it. So, enter busyness. You have 10 tasks to do and you need to do them today. You need to do them now. now it makes you feel productive. It makes you feel like you had a good work day. You, know, you scratch 10 things off your list. But how many of these should you be doing? How many of these should you have delegated? And if all you're doing is this, then when are you going to work on the long-term, the more important things? And that's why it's very similar to a workout. You worked yourself out. But what's the long-term play here? The long-term is in quadrant two, important and not urgent. Where you prioritize and schedule the important stuff. But we keep postponing these because there's no deadline. Following a training plan, same deal. We prioritize the long term. There is a feed forward loop. You want what you do today to be part of a larger picture. You determine what is important to you and you work on it. It's not a task 
that you can check off within 15 minutes like answering 10 emails but it is a task that you need many reps over the next few months to do if you want to write a book oh well, you got to write a page at a time over many many times right you want to deadlift double your body weight oh well, guess what that means there's a lot of deadlifting involved and you can't cram all of them into one day but rather one training session at a time over the next few weeks months or years so fuck busyness it's a drain and being too busy is a red flag it is someone who does not delegate well someone who does not prioritize well someone who has not taken the time to understand what is important or long term whatever it is it is definitely not a matter of pride over the past few years i've realized i've dug myself into this hole as i get more and more efficient at what i do and the amount of tasks i can do in a time window i keep adding more tasks to my plate but the long term has suffered every larger project that i want to look at well keeps getting pushed my attention span is terrible sitting down and chewing on a problem for a few hours is impossible to do because there are 15 emails and a meeting which make me feel like ah oh, i did something whereas sitting down stumped and worrying about a problem well what did i actually do thing is i actually did more there for the long term but they didn't like the issue now one advantage i have is access to a tremendous community which includes quite a few successful people who run companies way bigger than anything i can imagine and one common thread i've seen is they are not busy they've taken the time to design their lives such that their work lives are in balance they are of course busy when they are at work but they have created the freedom to live life on their terms and to me that's a simple clear path to shoot for so enter the sandbox as always it takes a simpler universe for me to understand working out is fun it's fucking amazing it gives you instant gratification whereas a training session sometimes or most times does not leave you in a pool of sweat you want to feel recharged some training sessions are ridiculously light and short there's a lot of boredom involved if you look at it on paper and you zoom out cuz you're doing the same thing week on week month on month but working out is busyness and for the long term i don't want to keep working out i don't want to be stuck in busyness fuck that instead think long term now i'm not saying we stop working out or we stop having days where it is all about urgent and important but instead 
to shift our life to where busyness is not 80% of the deal, but maybe 20% of the deal. Likewise, working out is fun, but maybe once a week and your training plan fits this in there, not working out every day, right? Think on that. And finally, thought, and this is about dogs. If you have dogs, you will know this. Every time, you know, my dog gets up from a period of lying down or resting or sleeping, she stretches. Upward dog and downward dog. Obviously, I've seen this millions of times before with my dogs and other people's dogs. So maybe, just maybe, every time we sit, you know, we get up periodically and we do something to loosen up. And because I'm a chronic overthinker, I'm like, oh, should I do this stretch or that movement, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to copy my dog until I figure something else better. I'm going to do a few reps of up dog and a few reps of down dog and see what happens. As I mentioned, trivial, maybe even silly. But as we sit more and more and more, hmm, maybe take a cue from the natural world that seems to have figured this out better. And I'm going to read one quote about rock bottom from the comfort book by Matt Haig. Here it is. The best thing about rock bottom is the rock part. You discover the solid bit of you. That bit that can't be broken down further. The thing that you might sentimentally call the soul. At our lowest, we find the solid ground of our foundation. And we can build ourselves anew. End quote. And that's it for today. Thanks for listening. This is Coach A signing off. I'll see you here. Next Sunday. Yeah, we're good one. Bye.